Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Human Capital Institute's Nine to Thrive HR. I'm Alan Mellish, and I'm your host. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone to rate and subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Smart Radio, and wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by HCI's Strategic HR Business Partner Certification Course. You can learn more about that at hci.org forward slash SHRBP. My guest today is Phil Finnick. Phil is the president of Intrinsic Training and Development and a member of HCI's faculty and delivers many of our certification courses. Phil, welcome to Nine to Thrive. Thanks, Alan. It's great to be here. Wonderful. Let's get started. So out of all the certification courses we do, we're here to talk about SHRBP. And uh, uh, that's a course where we address business and financial acumen, analytics and consulting skills. So I want to get your take on why these are important areas for HR professionals to be competent in. Absolutely. And and the evolution of HR to be seen as is a partner in in the organization. Ultimately, beyond that, a, a real player in the organization is key. HR professionals, they must understand the business and, and speak the language of the business to progress through this evolution. To be a valued consultant, our approach must be more strategic than tactical and more proactive than reactive. Um, most organizations, they want this out of their HR professionals, uh, but they don't always make it easy often falling back on uh, quick reflex, uh, reactive approaches to issues. And HR professionals, they, they must work to build that credibility and, and challenge these obsolete approaches. And high-performing organizations are, are already making this happen. Yeah, I think that's really important, the transition or the emphasis, greater emphasis on strategic skills uh, is really, it, it takes a lot of HR professionals who've maybe been in the game for a long time, a little bit further out of their comfort zone. But I think we've seen both in our research and also anecdotally that it's a really pow- it's always a powerful um, combination when you can bring expertise within HR as a function and also add these other skills that we're talking about right here uh, to the to the mix. No doubt, no doubt. So we know from our research that retention of high performers is, once again, the number one priority at organizations, and it has been for the past three years. It's That's no surprise because I would be surprised if it wasn't in the top five if you went back 10 years uh, on average, but especially now when the labor market's really tight, um, it's, uh, it's obviously got a little bit more intensity behind it, a little bit more of a burning platform, to, to use the term. Um, so how do HR practitioners or HR business partners address the retention and engagement of their workforce most effectively? Yes, that's that's the million dollar question, and maybe for some organizations, the billion dollar question. Uh, research also indicates engaged employees they're they're satisfied employees, and important elements of employee engagement are autonomy and mastery and purpose. Uh, employees want some space to navigate and, and make their own decisions. They they want to be good at what they do, and they want to feel a, a sense of accomplishment uh, with something important. Uh, Compensation, it, it is important, of course, but it, it's rarely the main factor. High-performing organizations realize if they pay their people properly, compensation concerns are not at the forefront. Uh, in fact, some organizations, um, like Mayo Clinic, they figured out how to retain high performers in spite of a lower compensation scale by nurturing an environment of higher purpose. Right. I think that's uh, – uh, and you could, you could probably see some of that in – 
certain segments of the uh, of the military or, uh, or or in other in other areas of the economy where uh, there's a natural connection between the work and a higher purpose um, where people are willing to uh, willing to accept maybe a little bit lower wage than what their what their peers in, a, in in the same industry might be getting but when there's these other elements at play it uh, it doesn't matter as much um, I, I heard a great uh, comment from somebody once where it's not so much important to um, to be the highest paying employer in, in a field although that obviously helps it's more important to uh, have these elements of autonomy, mastery, and uh, and purpose mingled with uh, the point where people don't feel like they're being underpaid. Um, if people start feeling that way, then it then it taps into our feelings of uh, of fairness, and then that's all they're going to think about. So, um, uh, moving right along, I think uh, another another constant that we've seen in th- in the economy at large is change. Change is constant and expected because organizations are transforming business practices and models to stay competitive. So, a lot of things shifting around, strategies shifting, um, operational uh, procedures shifting. Um, some are also recognizing that people and culture will need to change at the same time in order to adapt to new frameworks and new strategies. What advice do you have for HR professionals in supporting or leading transformations in culture? Oh, yes. Most organizations, they tell us that they're in a constant state of change. It never stops. And and perhaps this is due to accelerated technology or, or globalization. But regardless, it, it's the truth. It's the simple truth. Well, some employees they might welcome change. Most do not. Um, Some are actually terrified that the change will threaten their jobs or make life difficult for them. HR professionals, they they can help make change easier within their organizations by by structuring proven change management approaches that, that can empower leadership in their organizations toward better outcomes. HCI has actually borrowed uh, from some of the best processes, I believe, in change management with a method that's uh, as easy and as simple as ABC. ABC is it's actually an acronym for architect, broadcaster, coach. Uh, the approach emphasizes a, a strong plan, uh, the architect part, followed by effective communication, uh, broadcaster, and, and reinforced at the ground level with informed coaches who, who help battle that resistance. Change can be a challenge, but uh, a structured and intentional methodology will make things smoother and more successful. Yeah, yeah. I think when everybody at least has a sense that they know where things are going and that they have support to get there, that's really a crucial piece uh, to to overcoming a lot of that resistance. Um Lastly, uh, you've been uh, an HCI facilitator for a few years. What do you like most about teaching the SHRBP course? The, uh, it's it's got a lot in there, as we've been talking about uh, already. But uh, but what's your what's your favorite aspect of it? What do you what do you like when you see people in the classroom? Oh, Alan, that's a good question. I I would actually say I, I love teaching uh, the Strategic HR Business Partner course, um, and, and one of the reasons it's almost like a high level. It gives a a bit of just about every other course HCI offers um, over a three-day span. And, and I've seen proven success from this approach uh, at my longtime former employer, DHL Express. Uh, the organization, it, w- it was suffering from serious existential crisis about 15 years ago and, until a strategy was set to simplify organizational objectives and in, engage employees. Um, 
what happened was within two years, the organization was turning things around and it's presently profitable, enjoys recognition as a great place to work. Uh, the, the visionary CEO, uh, Ken Allen, claims this achievement, uh, the part of it he's most proud of during this turnaround was motivating employees through a signature engagement program called Certified International Specialist or CIS for short. Um, he immersed himself in the program and, and made sure it touched every uh, employee around the world that worked for DHL Express. And, and these real-life experiences, they give me plenty to draw from as we share stories during these sessions. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and, and I think to, to dig in on a little bit of what you said, the leadership uh, support and immersion, not just saying, I'm the CEO and I approve this message, but really getting involved and getting getting hands dirty sets a um, uh, sets a great example for those on the executive team below him and also the rest of the organization seeing well if this guy's this fired up and involved in the program uh, we should probably take notice uh, because everybody anybody who's worked in an organization of any size knows that sometimes there are those initiatives that come through and the way that you respond to them is well let's give it six months and I'll see if I'm gonna jump on board um, if it's going to last. Yeah, you're exactly right. In many of the HCI courses, we have discussions that that revolve around initiatives, people initiatives, talent initiatives, that maybe the most important thing is to make sure that you have strong support from the top levels. And, and that just doesn't mean an initial at the bottom of a page that says, okay, I approve, now go make this happen. They've, they've got to be the focal point and, and they've got to really show strong support for it to be successful. Gotcha. Rather than just holding the golden shovel at the ground breaking <laughs> ceremony, they need to get in and hammer a few nails. That's right. That's right. Well, Phil, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. What's the best way for people to stay up to date on what you're doing? Well, um, they can follow the HCI.org uh, site and, and look at the courses. I, I facilitate a lot of courses um, for HCI, and uh, they look for me on that um, or with my company, Intrinsic Training and Development. Uh, they can find me there or on LinkedIn as well. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Once again, uh, to those in the audience, if this discussion was of interest to you, take the next step and go to hci.org forward slash SHRBP to learn more about this particular course. And for all ideas related to talent management and HR, check out the Human Capital Institute at hci.org. Don't forget, again, once again, to rate us, like us, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm Alan Miller.